Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about Battle of the Treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Anyway, today it may seem a bit crazy that on what is probably going to be the hottest day of the year in the UK, we've decided to do it all about waterproofs. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> now. You, believe it or not, we do like to plan these in, um, and this one was, uh, we, we planned it about four or five weeks ago, not knowing that it'd be what it is today, and I thought, you know what, we're still going to go ahead, we're still going to do it all about waterproofs, even though it's absolutely boiling, so yeah, so yeah it's, it's kind of a bit different today, we were like, do we change it, do we do we talk about well, sunscreen or something like that, but you know, we were like, no, let's do waterproofs. Yeah, let, let, let's, we thought we'll stick with it, because there's going to be a thunderstorm yeah. after this. And we thought, well, you know, there's no point us telling you which waterproof jacket to get when it's already raining. (laughs) That's good, that's good, that's good. And also, if you're going to buy one at the height of summers, perhaps when you'll get it the cheapest. Um, So, yeah, this point. I've actually thought about it. Yeah, we did this deliberately. It was very well done. Hey, Shona. I see. uh, I hope the um, I hope you've recovered from COVID, mate. Um, Off the back of it. Yeah. Or or, or not, not fun. Not fun. Charlie, not um, what's the star sendy button for? Don't know. Click it, Charlie. Do it. Um, it's it's basically on, on Facebook. They uh they they've been, they introduced it a while back now, but it's become more popular. But basically, you can send stars if you want. And apparently, if we get lots of stars, we get some money. But don't feel like you have to, because I think it's it takes a lot of stars to get even like the smallest. And don't think you have to. But if you want to give us some stars, great stuff. I think the Facebook algorithm would definitely like that. Um, if anything, it's just good to have you here. We don't need those stars. We need you engaged, commenting, questioning, enjoying it. That, that That's what we prefer rather than stars. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Leah, hotter than the Shearer's armpit. No, wow. she means a Shearer. It's Alan Shearer's armpit. Oh. I, I, he had a hot armpit, did he? I don't know. That's just what I read it. And then I realized where <laughs> Leah's from. And I was like, okay, I got it. Why would that be? Yeah. They have like a sheep under their arm or something, do they? Yeah, that's exactly it. John would know. We need to get the great Bald Yeti and ask him. Yeah, the farming liaison officer. He's the official. uh, He would know. Yeah, he would know. 
<laughs> is bright. If, if you're if you're going on another trek training weekend, bright. I know you have definitely been on one. That was yep. a wet and windy one. You'll need heavy duty waterproofs to wear over your waterproofs. Hundred percent. Hey, hey, there's John. He's on here. The yeah. Shira himself. The Greek bald yeti. The farming liaison <laughs> officer. John, um, wear a hat, okay? Wear a hat today. It's really yes, important. Definitely wear a hat. Um, so yeah, going back to, to waterproof then. So yeah, a bit nuts, and it is crazy because I'm sweating. I know Dave is. I couldn't fit this fan under my t-shirt like you, Dave. It's about that long. So it'd be interesting. But anyway, we're going to battle through. Waterproofs. Dave, where should we start on waterproofs? I know clearly um, it rains sometimes in the UK. Yeah, I, w- it, I mean, being Wales, we are, um, we're born with gills in Wales. We are partly aquatic by nature because it rains a lot. Um, I would say I don't think there's a trip that we do where you're not going to need some form of waterproof clothing. Yeah. Um, the weather is so unpredictable in these far-flung places of the world that, you know, yeah. particularly on Kilimanjaro, it's guaranteed to rain because it's got its own little microclimate. It's more like showers than monsoon rain. In yeah. Nepal, out of all the trips I've done, um, I definitely have had a little bit of rain. I think one time when me and Andy went, there was a lot of rain. I think the whole monsoon season came down in an hour. Um, yeah, so it's it's vitally important. But also... These waterproofs and stuff, particularly the jackets, is something that's always, always, always in my day pack. It's yeah. just one of my essential items that gets stuffed in there um, because they're good as wind stoppers. You know, when you've been sweating a lot and you stop for lunch, they're good to throw on, you know, to make sure you, yeah. your body temperature doesn't plummet. Um, so, yeah, I would say top draw uh, important item up there with boots. Definitely. I mean, yeah, boots, down jacket, sleeping bag really would, would come into that as well. I think that if there was one, I think you, you're right, Dave, on, on all the trips we do, um, it could happen, couldn't it? I mean, you know, there's certain times of year that it's highly, highly unlikely not to happen, like Morocco at the moment, it's very warm. Mm. Um, you know, there's, there's, it's highly unlikely, but like you, like Dave said there, you know, a storm could come in at any time. Um, you know, and that, that goes on any trip that we do. So yeah, you are right. And that's why we kind of bring it up because, you know, we want to make sure you've got, you've got the good stuff. I mean, you don't, with waterproofs, there's so many out there. I mean, we'll talk about a few. We've got a few here. Dave, I know you've got a few there. Some ones we use personally. Yep. Um, you know, and there's var- you know, diff- varying levels. Like you can spend 100 quid on a waterproof. You could spend 600 pounds on a waterproof. And it's such a broad spectrum. And, you know, it, it depends what fit your bu- what fits your budget. Yeah. Um, and also what kind of, you know, what, what you're going to use it for. Because if you're going on, say, an Everest Base Camp trip and, you know, you're not doing much else, um, do you really want to spend the £600 on a waterproof? You know, when you could maybe budget for something a bit cheaper because it's not going to get used that much. Yeah. Then again, if you're out all the time and you think, and, and you're kind of thinking, you know, five years ahead maybe and thinking, okay, I'm going to be maybe going to Ben Nevis, I'm going to be on Snowden, get out of the Peak District, you know, okay, I'm going to go um, do Killy, maybe Machu Picchu, Everest Base Camp. If you've got a few trips on your agenda, then it's definitely worth getting a decent one because. I think, Dave, we've learned this the hard way, haven't we? We, we bought jackets for 100 quid. And, you know, they, 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 they're all singing and dancing on their own website. You buy them. And it lasts for one or two decent rain showers. Yeah. And then after that, it just soaks through. The, 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 clearly, it's not built to the level yeah. that some jackets are built to, right? I think, yeah, there are some items where, you know, I'm, I like to say, you know, you don't have to be a gear snob. You know, you don't have to yeah. spend £100 on a base layer, but they are out there. 
Um, <coughs> there are some items that I do think is if you're going to invest money, um, yeah. investing in a good waterproof jacket is it really does make a difference. It's the type of thing you never really want to spend the money on it because quite often you don't need it when you're buying it. You know, you're buying it for the future. Yeah. So you're thinking like, do I really want to spend 300 pounds, 400 pounds on a jacket? Not really. But honestly, when you have to deploy that jacket in anger, it's the best thing you've ever spent. <laughs> you just spend twice anger. as much. That being said, you know, you can get really good jackets. Now you don't like, yeah. I know there are some Arcterex jackets that are like 600 pounds. Some mountain yeah. equipment ones that get up to that sort of level. There are ones in a in, in more of a mid-range budget that are that are definitely doable. I've got two jackets here that I have worn in anger. They've both come to uh, Everest Base Camp with me, and one of them actually, my Rab, has been to Killy and Base Camp a couple of times. And those ones are sort of in the mid-range, you know, around about two hundred pounds yeah. something like that. Um, but actually, my God, I, I've got a couple. Um, should we go yeah, into? What you got, Dave? Should we go, go on, into it's it's show and tell? Show and tell. Show and tell. So. The every it's like, it's like this primary is my, school, isn't it? This is what I got parents. Yeah, this is my what I'd like to call my everyday carry. Um, yeah. This is the Rab Firewall. This one's a few years old, mate. Um, it's actually Rab's own waterproof make. Um, it's uh, it's called Pertex. This one's probably <laughs> nearing the end. Of, yeah, Andy's got his. Andy, yours is new, right? Because you were uh, yours got donated to the Mountain Guards, didn't it? Uh, where did mine go? Uh, Mountain Guards slash. Somewhere in Cardiff, it was another jacket that got napped. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it happens every couple of years. I lose a jacket in Cardiff, right? You'd be, yeah, yeah. If, you, if I mean, you saw a couple of years ago when my down jacket went missing. <laughs> I should lose mine because I could do with an upgrade. But um, <laughs> what's really cool... Same right? jacket. Yeah, jacket. The same one. Andy's one is... A, like, so this one's at least, I think, I think this is three years old. Yeah. Honestly, well, but it's been... It's lasted the three years really solid. Yeah. And why I really like this jacket is that it's quite cool to wear. I tend to run hot. Part of the problem that I always get is, um, and I think I was actually talking, I think, to Shona about this on the Glencoe Challenge where it was yeah. horrendous rain, but it wasn't cold. So I end up sweating just as much as I would, you know, and I end up getting just as wet as if I hadn't had the jacket on. So finding a jacket that's breathable and quite lightweight is good for me. One thing I always look at in a jacket is these vents. As you can see, these run the whole length of the arm, which I was really yeah, happy. They're really good. They're really good. Um, on that, it looks a bit weird because your arms end up like they look like a bin bag, sort of flown off your arm. But um, yeah, it, this is really vibration this is, there, Dave. Uh, yeah, what that is is uh, that's a call coming into the office that's being fed to my mum. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's one. Um, yeah, that's sort of my everyday carry. This is a good old friend of mine. I crashed my bike, hurt my knee in this. This has been um, wow. I've done, a lot. I've done a lot in that one. Now, probably what's more familiar, and I'd say, is more the is Gore-Tex, right? That's what people are going to be familiar yeah, with. Because, uh, yeah, because in, in in the outdoor world, you, you you everyone would have heard of Gore-Tex. Doesn't matter what jacket you buy. Yeah, Gore-Tex is 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 a huge huge brand in its own right. You know, people say I'll get a yeah. Gore-Tex jacket, and that could be you know North Face Mountain Equipment. You know, it could be Rab, could be Burgas, could be any of them. And I think it, it, it's based on a, you know, not to go too scientific, but essentially it's it's a waterproof membrane. It's got a couple of different layers. Uh, the Gore-Tex Pro is, is three layers, you know, because, and again, that's pricier. Yeah. But essentially it means that it stops water from getting in and remains breathable because there's a lot of jackets, like we've all seen uh, like fisherman jackets, you know, the big, thick, 
almost plastic feeling jackets yeah like they have the rain on you yeah but they do they, they you sweat big time they're not good for active use yeah they're really um, good if you've got to stand at the wheel of a fishing boat uh, <laughs> not moving much but uh i i wouldn't like to walk up a hill with one on end right <laughs> Or, or running up a hill. Well, that, that was last week. That was last. That was week. last week. Are we still doing? We're not doing. Are we doing music? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not. Well, I mean, if it happens, it happens. But you know. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this here is my. Um, this is a Montaigne one. I actually had a really yeah, yeah. good deal on this. This is a Gore-Tex Pro, as you can see. They always like to uh, put it like pretty pragly on here. This jacket. I don't pretty know if you're noisy can, as well. Isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say I don't know if you can tell through the noise, but it's a lot louder and like yeah. crinklier. Than no, my um, than my wrap, um, yeah. it's got the it's got the zips on here, but they don't go the whole length of the arm, but they go a little bit into the body, um, so it still can remain quite cool. This one is one that I tend to wear. I'll be honest, I don't think I've worn it since I last did EBC because it's I tend to sweat a bit too much in it. But if it was really cold and raining, um, this would be the one that that I would wear. There's a picture of me at EBC with this one. Um, EBC 2019, April. Um, that's what that jacket's done. And yeah, as you can see, it's pretty, like, it's a pretty sort of, uh, you know. Does the, yeah, it's, it's more of a heavy substantial jacket, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But um, I guarantee. That one, then? What's that, sorry? Do you remember what the model is of that one? I know it's, Mon it's Montaigne, isn't it? I tell you what, Anne. Why don't you talk to us for a little bit? <laughs> I will. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my jacket. Yeah. Because um, this one is, and also as well, if there's anyone that might recognise that that painting, that painting there that it is painting, that yeah. over there. There's a few people on the live who I have lots to thank about for that piece. Oh, you can see. I don't know if you can see me. There we go. Uh, so <laughs> Anne, that was the. That's a Montaigne uh alpine pro gore-tex nice yeah alpine pro um that must be two three hundred quid surely that that sort of jacket uh well actually i had an amazing deal on this one and so that is a 320 pound jacket um but we've talked about good places to go shopping one of them is a website called sports pursuit um yeah, sports nice. pursuit, um where i actually got that on there for it says here 180. So, yeah, that was a pretty that's good that, deal. That's, it. that's pretty good. You think that RAB, which is probably not on the same level, although it still does a great job, is is, is a similar price, if not a little bit less. But yeah. Around about the same. So you can get some good deals on there. Yeah. Um, this one is, these are good washes, but this is my Berghaus Extreme 8000. So this I've had this for about four or five years. And it it's a very good jacket. That cost... 450 pounds and the for the extreme range the burghouse extreme range i think it goes from like five all the way up to nine i think now they're um they're very very good they're, they're what they call bomb proof waterproof jackets um if you've if you've heard of the um uh, is it the mountain equipment uh or nupse jacket no lotse jacket um it's historically like one of the best jackets you can buy but these jackets are pretty much built on the same premise uh there we go mountain equipment lotse Gore-Tex Pro, essentially, and, and that, you know, is, is essentially bomb-proof. That yeah. being said, though, you know, I've been, you know, if you're on anything like a five to eight-hour hike, and you I don't think you've got sometimes, you're going to get wet. Yeah. Um, 
you know, the, the, the fact is they're using this on, say, like an Everest Base Camp trek where you're hiking maybe on the, the lower parts of the trek that you might rain or, say, Kilimanjaro, where it might rain maybe the first day or two. It doesn't, you know, this jacket would do great. It really would. But, it, you know, it's a little bit heavier. Like the RAB that Dave said there, the RAB firewall is lighter, um, you know, if you're trying to save some weight, um, especially if you're trying to save some weight, you know, going into uh, Lukla, maybe the RAB's better for you um in that way but whatever jacket you do get definitely you know it's worth worth squeezing in that bag you, d you don't want to leave without it really yeah um because you've i know dave i know we're heavily leaning towards the gore-tex side but i know you know over the last few years we've kind of been learning more about the paramo side of things which is completely different yeah technology, right? yeah so paramo use um like a nick wax um technology um so it's not gore-tex and it's designed to be I really like the Paramo stuff. Sorry if you can hear that dog, but I, if I close my window, I'll die. He always joins on the lives, that dog. Oh, he loves it. But, um, his name's Biscuit, I found out the other day. It's quite cute. Um, yeah, so I did have a Paramo jacket, but I cannot find it for the life of me, so it might be in my locker. But uh, essentially, if you've seen it, it's a, it's a soft shell material, um, yeah. which is really nice because I don't know if any of you, you know, when you're hiking in your Gore-Tex jacket, you do kind of get used to that... <laughs> Especially if you've got your hood up, it's really can be quite irritating. Yeah. Um, Paramos are much softer, soft shell material, uses nick wax technology um, and is really like really, really good. It's waterproof and it, it, it's in a, a completely different technology. So when you see one of those yeah. jackets, you might not be immediately sold on it. Some people love them immediately. Some people have to warm up to the idea. But yeah. essentially in a Gore-Tex jacket, you're getting used to those beads, you know. When you see the water bead in and you can just knock it like that and it'll all fall off, that's when you know Gore-Tex is working. Um, Nick Wax technology doesn't work like that. Essentially, it just looks wet on the outside, but it's dry on the inside. Yeah. Um, really good technology. I really want to start getting some more of their stuff, but um, it does come at a slight premium. So well, they, are, they are quite pricey, aren't they? Yeah, so if you want to buy a um, like a Paramo jacket, waterproof yeah. one, 400 quid, pretty much. Unless you can yeah, sort of shop around and get a good deal. But if you want like a really, really good waterproof jacket that's going to yeah. do you in the mountains of the UK to Nepal to Kili, 400 quid is probably what you're going to be looking to spend. Um, yeah. And I know, hopefully, you can demonstrate the technology with a pair of trow. There it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, these are um, Paramo waterproof bottoms. So some people ask, you know, do, do I need to take waterproof bottoms on my trek uh, it's a really good question um you know i tend to the, this is quite heavy i'd say i probably wouldn't take these but i just want to demonstrate the paramo side of it because you can get a lot of um i think it's called the berghaus deluge is is what i take on my tracks which is basically a thinner version but it does a similar thing again pretty pricey you know 100 100 odd pounds um for a pair of waterproof bottoms but it keeps it, they are really good they do keep you really dry um, but anyway, the, the reason I got these ones is because they are um, Paramo technology. So they're they're essentially quite thick. They are quite warm, good to use in winter, winter Scotland, winter North Wales, you know, anywhere you go in winter conditions, these are great. But Paramo is, is definitely, you know, definitely a different way of doing it. Like a lot of actually mountain rescue, a lot of mountain guides, they do use Paramo. They swear by it. Yeah. Um, you know, because of the quality of it, as I said, it is a bit pricey. 
Um, like I think there's one called Paramo Velez, which is like a, a smock. You'll see a lot of mountain guides use it. Steve from North Wales, who's coming on our training weekend um, in August and in October. Um, great to see loads of people booking onto the October one as well. Um, is that, yeah, he, he, he wears all um, Paramo. Yeah. Um, and when it's someone like Steve who uses all Paramo, is out in all weathers, you know, it says it all really. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's, he's, he's up, you know, because he worked on Snowden during lockdown for about 18 months uh, just to check the conditions um you know for the local uh, mountain rescue teams and he was up there like four or five times a week you know and if he's wearing paramo on all the conditions you know it, it, you don't need to leave a review to, to know how good that paramo is if steve says yeah. it's, good, it's good yeah um but yeah so when it when it comes to paramo certainly look at it but again i go back to what we said in the beginning look at how often you're out you know is it worth spending all that money if you've got it great get out there and use it let us know you get on um be interested to, to hear you know how you get on with maybe paramo compared to gore-tex or you know I've, I've, i think shona mentioned there as well because gore-tex is a brand and there's so many different variants now of people who have, who have essentially used the same method and created different versions of gore-tex and they call it something else yeah so many out there i think there's like 20 different versions now. yeah um, I mean, I mean, isn't it they call it pertex and stuff like that um, yeah event i think there's jeez uh, i I was reading an article yesterday about it, but geez, I mean, there's so many. Um, and then people talk about, you know, the um, the, the Gore-Tex versus Paramo. I'd say the biggest, one of the biggest things as well is weight. Paramo is heavy. If you like lightweight stuff, Gore-Tex is probably better for you. Paramo yeah. is a lot heavier, um, you know, a bit more on the same sort of weight as a down jacket, just to put it, actually probably a little bit heavier in some in some cases. Especially when it's wet. Yeah, so it's certainly something to think about when it comes to comes to waterproof guys. Um, but yeah, um, definitely throw some questions in as well. We've got a few that's come in on email, a few on here as well, just specific ones. Anything to do with waterproofs, especially because of today, anything to do with any, even if it's about the sun, chuck it in. Uh, yeah, that's what we're, we're here for. And um, it's great to see some regulars on here as well. I, I noticed a couple of where is where is he? I think Danny joined us recently, um, recently back from. Well, I'll say recently back from Killy earlier this year. Um, always good, great to see Danny Mitchell. Yeah, I hope you're good, Danny. Um, who else have we got on? I come, I, a typical John jumps on to, as we're talking about him. It's meant to be, John, meant to be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dave, what should we start with the questions? Um, yeah, so let's have a quick look. So, yeah. Um, let's have a quick look. Jerome, Jerome has asked, uh, he has Yo. jackets galore, but can the Yetis recommend a good quality waterproof Ooh, poncho? Punch. Um, I think the honest answer is no, I can't. Yeah, they're not that they're specialist, ever. are they? They're, they're very yeah. similar. I do think that um, the reusable, sorry, the, I don't know whether they're called reusable or dis or they're disposable. I know that's yeah. a contradiction, but you know, you can buy those like three pound little plastic ones. I'm not a huge fan of them. I tried wearing one on the Glencoe Challenge. I just it wasn't waterproof. It kind of annoyed me. So yeah. I have seen the ones that uh, are reusable, very definitely, and they're like a yeah. thicker material. Um, you know, it's I suppose it's kind of like having a tent over you. They're really popular on Killy um, using they the pumps. Everyone uses them. Partly because on Kilimanjaro you can be walking and it's really warm all day, so you're not going to want to have waterproof gear. And then it might just shower for half an hour. So everyone just kind of throws that on and just quickly, 
cover themselves. So I think they're really good in that scenario. Ponchos, to be honest with you, I'll probably have to get back and give you a couple of recommendations maybe next week or something once I've checked into it. But honestly, I just don't rate the... I mean, they're better than nothing. And yeah. All you've got is one of those little couple of quid plastic ones. But I honestly think um, uh, a reusable one is going to be better value for money. Um, they don't rip. The other thing with that little one is as soon as I put it over my head, it's stretched. And then over my bag, it's stretched and it didn't have any kind of pockets or anything. So I couldn't, I'd have to go under it to get access to things. So yeah, I think a reusable one that's a purpose built is probably what I'd recommend. Google. Yeah, I'm, definitely. I, um, you know, there's I, just, just a quick Google X. I'm really, I haven't got a puncher myself because uh, I use the waterproofs a lot. But I know, yeah, as Dave said there, when you're on Killy, you'll see all the porters and the guides use them. Um, you know, and they're always dry. <laughs> so they're, you know, maybe they don't perspire as as much because they're used to the used to you know hiking up there so much. Um, but you know, certainly they, they 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 use one and it goes over their bag and you know they they stay dry. But yeah, it definitely takes some getting used to. Um, but if you can if you can get one and, and take one with you, it's not going to hurt. Yeah. Um, better to have it than not need it than not need it and not have it. I do. Is that, is that yeah, right? exactly the same? Um, Sorry, I'm about to sneeze, so I'm trying to read, but... That's all right, Andrew. Here we go. Um, okay, here we go. I'll tell you what, I'll take this one on. Tony, um, doing EBC first couple of weeks in November. Lots of videos I've seen. Time being lovely, bright days. I have a showerproof jacket. Do you think this would suffice? Um, November, yeah. It, November's, it rarely rains in November in the Everest region, to be fair. I haven't checked there a couple of times in November. It's, it's a good question, Tony. I mean... If you've got a showerproof jacket, it'd probably be fine. I mean, you, you never know, you know, just put it out there. You'll never know, but I've never had rain that time of year. It's earlier in the season, right, Dave? I, I think early October into September, you, you're you probably going to get some rain. Yeah. So if you go in that time of year, I'd say definitely take one. But some people don't like to hike in their down jackets. Some people don't like to hike in just their base layers and then all their fleece. Some people like to hike in their in their like you know their their waterproofs because yeah. they might like especially if you've got Gore-Tex or, or Gore-Tex type because it can it's good wicking so you know because it's showerproof I suspect it's light so it's worth taking anyway even if you want it and it, you know some of them are pretty good wind stoppers as well so I mean the, the wind does pick up and it can do in November especially higher up you know five thousand meters it's good to have it so yeah, yeah I, I'd take it yeah definitely Tony yeah hundred percent. Um... I have a quick question here for yeah. my mind. It keeps refreshing. Um, Andy <laughs> Ashford says, down jacket for Killy. Oh, hey, Andy. The Rab Nimbus or the mate and equipment K7. I have both. Ooh. I probably, I think the Nimbus is, is a lighter weight down jacket. Um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. So I'd probably go with the K7, which I know is more of a heavy duty thing. So yeah. um, essentially, one. if you if you're putting a down jacket on, it means it's cold, right? So generally speaking, I don't really trek day to day in it unless it's really cold. So generally, Kalapatar, base camp day when you set off, um, and summit night on Killy are the days that I'll probably wear it. Um, so yeah, I would probably go with the K7 um, because again, if it's cold, yeah. you need a good down jacket. If it's not cold, those mid range ones, they're kind of just in those maybe conditions but i think yeah. if you layer in properly and you've got a good base layer on and a good mid layer that's probably more than enough maybe a base layer a mid layer and this you know it's really good don't have to wear it just because yeah. it's raining it's a really good keeps you warm keeps the wind off you um but yeah with regards to down jackets i'd say take the take the mate and equipment the k7 the bigger one if it is bigger 
you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. No, it's it's a beast. It's um it's kind of up there with like the Rab Infinity Pro Endurance Day, like that level. It's definitely um definitely well. I think the Rab Nimbus is a, is, is is on a similar similar way, but not not as much, I think, in terms of you know, level yeah. of cold. I think on Killy as well, like remind us, Andy, what time of year are you going? Um I mean because it can get colder any time of the year, earlier in the year, because it's like southern hemisphere, you know, sort of February, March, you know, it does get really cold on the summits. Uh, if you go in like this time of year now, like our summer, it's, it's it tends to be a tends to be a bit um um yeah not not so bad. But yeah. I I'd go for the K7, yeah, just because you you know you, even if all you wear is that, it's it's really good. Yeah. Um, you go in three weeks. Yeah, it's not long. Enjoy, enjoy, Andy. Enjoy, mate. Um, let's, uh, let's have a look. Charlene, like Jerome said, can we get a waterproof and third layer integrated? I get very hot and four layers is maybe a bit too much. Yeah, it's... I'm trying to remember what, what was... Yeah, if you can get any... Because you, you do get jackets out there that multi-layers. You know, so you get the one that has, you know, an outer shell. Then you've got... It has, like, um, a fleece liner. You know, and they're, they're, they are good. They are good. I'd say they're not as good as if you just get a plain, you know, if you get a proper waterproof that you can then put a fleece under. To me, I think that's because that's what it's built for then. I think sometimes with these th three-layer jackets, four-layer jackets, they try and fit everything in. I, I, You know, for me, it's almost like they'll, they'll try and fit all weathers. But actually, if you have the stuff that's designed to do what it's doing, like waterproofs are designed to keep you waterproof, I'd rely on that rather than a waterproof part of the Ford layer jacket, in my opinion. Dave, I mean, I, you know, that, that I, I always lean on, okay, if I want to keep warm, I'm going to wear a down jacket. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. If I want I to think... keep the wind off me, I'm going to get a windproof jacket. If I want to keep the water off me, I'm going to wear a, a waterproof jacket, right? Yeah, I think that um, when you when we're talking about hiking, so a lot of the jackets yeah. that are sort of three-in-one, so they'll have, like, they'll be waterproof, they'll be insulated, and then yeah. they'll have often, like a, like, a down jacket in a layer. I think they're more for hiking. It's too much, you know, for it for all one thing. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. We we like to concentrate on layering. I'm like you, Charlene. I run hot as well. So um, uh, a really good base layer is is absolutely key. Has to be breathable. A really good base layer will keep you warm um, if it's getting a bit chilly, but it will also allow moisture to move from your body. And as you know, if you if you're out hot and you're sweating, and then you put like a fan on you. You'll feel the evaporation of that and it'll feel cool. A, de uh, a good base layer does the same thing. Um, a lot of the time, I won't wear three layers unless it's really cold. I'll wear just a base yeah. layer and then perhaps uh, a waterproof um, with the vents open. If it does get cold, then I may introduce a third layer. Um, but, you know, that's only if it's cold. So if, I think, and yeah, if you get too hot, take the third layer off. But exactly. if, if you have that option, is a lot better than disconnecting a jacket, undoing all these poppers, and then popping them all back in again when you want to warm up again. Yeah, go for the layering option rather than with one jacket to rule them all. Um, one, one jacket to rule them all. Who, who said that earlier? I think it was Leah, wasn't it? Was it Leah? I think Leah, oh, I, I Leah said it earlier, and I was like, so you're on the same wavelength there, Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, oh, sports pursuit question. Do you have to register with them before the site will open? Is that right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you say register, it's just like getting an Amazon account, you know? Yeah, just so email have, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just email, password, and then use it. It's, I really recommend doing it because um, a lot of their stuff is remarkably 
cheaper than normal. Sometimes you have some wait times, but they're always doing flash sales. It's one of the places that I'll check fairly regularly. Um, yeah. Like you've got the main ones, so Cotswold Outdoor, Go Outdoor, Tiso I really like, um, all those other types of ones. But if you can, go to a local shop, which I also highly recommend. Go to Sports Pursuit, get some good deals. Yeah. Or Cotswold, you know, if, you, if you've got a Cotswold near you. Although I did enjoy when we were up doing the Glencoe Challenge um, a few weeks back. So nice to go into Tiso. I, I, I think that's how you pronounce it. It was a brilliant shop. I, I, was, I was like, oh, I would love one of these down here. But yeah. it's probably good that it's, it's so far away that I'm not in there all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, got it was a great shop. There's one in Inverness. We went to the one in Aviemore. Um, yeah, but there's a, that was a great local shop as well. I forgot the name of it now, but it's got that uh, restaurant. Mountain Equipment, I think it was called. Yeah, uh, it's got a lovely cafe called Cheese and Tomatin. Yeah, love it. It's actually I highly recommend um, the food there. Although it didn't work out that day, but I've been there before. It was really good. Um, <laughs> I know Dave's experience wasn't that amazing, but I mean, what, what, we won't talk about that. Dave. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not a restaurant critic, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Karen's like, tell me and I can go for you, Andy. Oh, Karen, you're legend. Thanks, mate. Karen, did I, rumours, sorry, mate, if we missed it, is it your birthday? Um, because I say uh, thanks for the birthday wishes, or has it been your birthday recently? Anyways, it's today, it's previously. Happy birthday, mate. Yeah. Um, happy I hope, birthday. Happy, I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, and now you're back, because I, I heard you were banned on Facebook as well. Welcome back, mate. Welcome back. Yeah, Karen always gets banned. I think she's, um, yeah, she's a controversial figure. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday passed. Oh, mate, I hope you had a top weekend um, and enjoyed it as well. Yeah, well done. Um, okay, just just following some questions, Dave. I know we've we've had a few now, which is great. Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, I think Jerome asked, October, likely to rain on EBC Trek? Um Potentially, yeah, definitely. Jerome, I, I think certainly earlier October, as I mentioned earlier, you might get rained on. Generally, it gets too cold, you know, as, as the more you, you creep towards November. Um, and, you know, if any precipitation is there, it'll snow. Um, but I know we've trekked in September, there's a high risk on, you know, on the lower slopes if weather's in. Sometimes you can get, you know, it's fine. But I'd say there's a higher risk in September and the first half of October than the rest of the months um, with rain. So yeah, take take your waterproofs, definitely. Yeah. Uh, or a poncho, you've got a poncho, because I know you're a poncho, man. And awesome. Uh, Sam Hartle yeah. doing Killy in September. Um, I'm only five awesome. foot. Hey, Sam. Waterproof razors are too long for me. Um, do you need some? I'd recommend getting a pair, um, because if yeah. it does rain in on Killy, um, you know, it can, it can do so for half an hour, an hour, maybe longer, which is more than yeah. enough time for you to get saturated. It's a bit of an issue with obviously getting the length right. Um, genuinely, I had this question before on a training weekend, and the person was able to get some like child's waterproof ones. Yeah, um, beyond that, that yeah. Um, so they were able to go and get some, and they and they did fine. Um, another one uh, to do is I'm pretty certain you can take them and get them like adjusted, because as long yeah. as you're not cutting into the material where you need it to be waterproof, you're just losing excess off the bottom. Um, you know, so I would take buy a pair and get them adjusted, or try and get a child set um, that tend to fit just right. I actually think the child set was just a bit too short, um, but it was better than nothing, and it basically kept the kept the rain off um, this person's legs as well. So, yeah, check that out. Try some child sizes, or if not, um, go to your local um, Timpsons or something, and they'll they'll like get them adjusted for you. Yeah, I was thinking that. Is it because it? Yeah, depending on. 
you because I know they go from if you can get like twenty eight inch leg. Um, just thinking if if it can if you can find one. I'm sure there's some out. Yeah, um, yeah. Google like waterproof trousers for five foot person, something like that. I know it seems ridiculous, but you never know. I'm sure there's someone out there who's got the same issue. Yeah. Um, but as Dave said, there's all this is workarounds. Even if I'm just thinking, you can get some water. I mean, this is just from when I was on Glencoe. Uh, <laughs> I will. Um, you can have waterproof shorts and buy um, uh, no, gaiters that go up no. to your knees, which I had. No, it's a good style, Dave. It's a great style. Yeah. I'd say it was. It was like. Do you know? Sometimes you get those fashion shows where they wear really weird stuff. <laughs> um, it was like a really eccentric fashion show. It yeah, was for twenty six months. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Very hot in here. This is nuts. Oh, mate, this thing is just. It's, it's, well, I'll show you. I, I got, I got this, this fan here. So let's see if it doesn't mess it up. I got that there, which is uh, providing me with some good, good heat. Um, uh, what was it? I think Andy mentioned as well. McNaughton Jones. Hey, Andy. Uh, Burghouse ladies waterproof trousers, shorter leg. Okay, yeah, good. Definitely check that out as well. Awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a way around it. Yeah, and, and I, I think you would need it. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you can, just don't wanna, don't wanna have wet bottoms. I mean, you might get lucky. You might get lucky. Nothing worse than a soggy bottom. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Andrew Scott. Oh, here we go. Oh, go on, mate. Go on. Okay. Uh, does spraying Gore-Tex with Nikwax damage its ability to wick properly? Um, it depends because they do different types of stuff for different types of material. So you can yeah. get stuff that's specifically designed to reproof Gore-Tex, um, and then you've got the stuff, the the Nikwax technology that's in the Paramo jackets. Um, so it tends to be that whenever I um, reproof in a jacket, um, I will find the best stuff specific for that material. So, and quite often the manufacturers, they do recommend stuff quite often because they sell stuff. But honestly, that way you can't go wrong. If you damage your jacket, there's an official product on it that's designed for that jacket, um, then you've got no arguments when you go back to them as well. So um, in my experience, Nick Wax doesn't. I use, I've used Nick Wax Gore-Tex reproofing on my Gore-Tex jackets and it's been yeah. absolutely fine. Um, but say for instance, I was just bought a new jacket and I wasn't familiar with it. Um, I'd probably just buy something from the manufacturer's website and do it that way. Yeah, and, and often as well, when I've bought these, um, like the jackets, like, you know, you've got the Rav, the Burkhouse, um, some of the others I've had, generally on their websites, it'll, it'll recommend these sort of products, especially Nicowax. And there's certain sprays, you can even spray it because it's just the, it, I think if over like a, a, a long period of time, it probably does something to it from a breathability point of view. But because it does make it breathe as much, the more you're out, the less it'll get wet. So it'll last longer. So I think there's a bit of a balance there, if you know what I mean. It, you know, if I, I say, because I spray it and, you know, I, and mine's, you know, I got one there that's lasted, that's, I guess, five years old, that really, I guess. And, you know, if you spray it and, and, and you know, you regularly wash it because they got the tech wash, um, you know, be, be careful with that because it, it, you've got to use it in your, um, there's a few settings, but again, if you, if you buy the specific stuff for your jacket or go onto the manufacturer's website, and it'll give you instructions, recommended products. Yeah. yeah it'll, it'll tell you what to do, but um, I quite like the Nick Wax stuff. I think it's really good. Yeah, yeah, it's good, good quality stuff. What was that? The other guys next to us at Keswick, what was their name? Remember the guys, they're waterproof covering as well, similar to Network. What were they called, Dave? I, I, it's been bugging me. I was trying to remember them earlier. 
If you want to answer a question, and okay, I will do my best, look. <laughs> my best to find out because sure, I, sure. I do. God. Yeah, uh, carry on. Well, Leah actually asked earlier, and she was talking about one jacket to rule them all, was a warm slash waterproof combo jacket. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot out there, I'd say, because the warm jackets, like down jackets, that profess to be waterproof or water resistant, they usually put the right in, are nowhere near as good as just waterproofs. Um, I'd say Paramo has a better um it does a better job of keeping you warm uh whilst also keeping you waterproof so paramo is probably the closest you're going to get i'd say you know there are really there are jackets out there random ones that you might find that are heavy um they're not down so they might be synthetic layered and then it'll also be waterproof because of the type of material um grangers dave is it grangers it was grangers yeah wow show that did that just come to you Oh, <laughs> shit. yeah, it was Granger's. Literally, as I'm as I'm just scrolling through Keswick Mountain Festival's exhibit, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, because they uh, they nab some of our dog biscuits, but they were they were really lovely. But the the, the reason I mentioned them is that they are obviously a, sm a lot smaller company, you know, up and coming when it comes to, um, you know, but they're in the, in that in that uh, industry where they do a lot of like waterproof treatments um and their products look really good um you know in terms of the you know they're doing demonstrations and stuff and, and yeah they, they seem like really nice people so worth checking them out as well grangers yeah not nice thanks shona um but yeah sorry who was it uh i think it was someone asked around uh, i think it was leah yeah paramo um which is p-a-r-o-m-o -O, i think it is yeah ah jeez um, oh, i knew i wasn't far off yeah <laughs> yeah if you if you yeah there we go karen's put it in there yeah it is really good it, it, it just is a bit heavier i still go back to what i say though if you want a waterproof jacket get a waterproof jacket if you want a warm jacket get a down jacket awesome. personal opinion i know there again it's an additional thing and i know you're in australia as well you don't always need the down jacket <laughs> uh you, you certainly need the waterproof from time to time i bet um but yeah good question though good question I, if, if there are ones that come out because you know there's these companies are always innovating and looking at the new stuff. We'll definitely let you know if there's if there's a good one. You know, that's like warm and a good um, uh, and waterproof. Yeah, awesome. Um, Sophie Hurst, how's it going, Sophie? Yeah. Um, uh, an EBC alumni. Um, hey, I'm waterproof jacket for Killy, but do I need waterproof trousers? Uh, I have shower-proof ones. Yeah, uh, yeah, get a pair. I mean, shower-proof better than none. I'll be honest with you, when I went to Killy, I completely forgot <laughs> Um, and I, 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 to, I remember that, Dave. Yeah, and I had to borrow a set from our guide, Yessi. <laughs> Yessi is, I'd say he's about 11 and a half stone of pure muscle um, yeah. um, and looks like that. You know, he's, he's like a racing snake. Um, I've probably got 11 and a half stone of muscle underneath a similar <laughs> of insulation um so when i put them on i was walking like, up, 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 like if i like literally i couldn't bend down i couldn't do anything. i was terrified yeah, they, I was were, they were too tight yeah um so my i would just say based on that experience yes you do need some definitely bring your own um yeah. and uh if you've all you've got a shower proof ones just bring them anyway um if you don't get around to getting another pair they're better than nothing um 
yeah, you won't experience yeah. a lot, but particularly in the lower altitudes on Kili up to, I would say, Barranco camp, it's very possible. Yeah. I mean, even at Barranco Ward, it was a little bit misly and stuff like that. From that point on, we didn't get any rain, but from that sort of altitude, maybe like mm. three, eight, something like that, up to there, it's very likely that you will get showers. Exactly, yeah. I say if you could take, um, yeah, I say you've got, even if they're over trousers, I know Mark's uh, mentioned there. I think when we're talking about waterproofs, yeah, because you've, you've got waterproof bottoms, over trousers are just as good. Yeah. Um, yeah, good good point. Or, uh, so I'm just, just looking at some of the comments. Annapurna Circuit in November, some Tina. Sorry, I missed that question. Just I think, I, think I mean, I think she was asking, will it, Is it rain? Will it rain? Uh, again, same as same as Nepal, same yeah. as it is the same as Nepal. <laughs> same, same as Everest. It might do. It's unlikely. You're yeah. coming into winter. Winter in the Himalaya doesn't really mean rain. It means snow and cold temperatures. Um, yeah. So you're more likely to get snow than rain. Really, but um, never say never. You know, we've seen too many weathermen wreck their careers. By telling you, who was that one famous weatherman that said it wasn't going to rain, and then there was the biggest storm Fish. in the was it, Mark, was, it, was it Michael Fish? Was it Michael Fish? Was it? Was it the Fishmeister? I think it uh, was Mr. Fishmeister. Yeah. yeah. Although someone will know. Something like that. Someone will comment on it. Who knows about it? Was he like in the early nineties, late eighties, or something? Eighties, yeah, nineties. I think I remember him from my childhood certainly, because um, he had those big glasses. Yeah, here we go. Shona, yeah, Mr. He, Fish. He's the one that fell. Used to do like morning TV, and they used to have this floating raft in the shape of Britain. Really? I, don't, I can't remember. One of them used to jump from sort of Wales to Ireland, and uh, one time, and then one time he did it, and he wow, that's brave. And, <laughs> and he slipped and landed in the water. Was that fish as well? If it is, he's Could an be. Yeah. If he fell in, I'm sure he turned into a fish. Yeah. Um, you never know. <laughs> uh, Darren asked uh, Darren Shabbat, likely to rain in May on Everest Base Camp. Um, yeah, there we go. The 1987 hurricane. I remember that. My school roof was ripped off. Yeah. Um, so we were off school for a week. Uh, yeah, likely to rain in May. Um, towards the end of May, again, because basically in the monsoon season generally runs from June through to August, but sometimes it comes earlier, sometimes it arrives later, so it goes in September. Um, so, yeah, there's a potential because it, it does start to get warmer as you creep towards the summer months. Um, whether you've got March or April, it's very, very, very unlikely. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I remember walking on the way down from Everest Base Camp um it was like monsoon rain from Tengboche monastery up down to the woods up through the woods and to namche by the time i got to namche it was like rivers yeah. going into namche and that was in april i remember it so it can happen i remember it it was like we were like kayaking down into the lodge it yeah was but, but it was they hadn't seen that sort of rain before so it was like at that time of year so it's very rare so yeah. you know darren i'd say definitely you know take your waterproofs you've got waterproof over trousers or bottoms definitely um you know worth taking as well or it, then i only wore my waterproof but it was quite warm and i think it was about half hour from namche because you know we wanted to get back to namche we started a jog <laughs> so we actually ran back into namche which is pretty good I um, clearly the irish bar was drawing us near after getting to base camp but Dave, uh, i didn't jog i think um if i remember rightly that was that time where um i think you had shingles that was shingles time yeah yeah so i remember saying like and it's so good to have you with me mate i just i don't think i could do it without you and then i looked back and he was gone um, <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah no no that was um 
I, feel, I think if I remember rightly, you had an energy gel, didn't you? <laughs> well, you I had a group of, um, there was eight or nine Americans and they were, and, and some of the most amazing people I've ever met, but they were, yeah, quite competitive. I remember one of them was um, trying to get back to Namche the fastest, but I thought, I'm sure we could do something about this. Um, yeah. So I had an energy gel just to perk me up. And then I don't know why, I think it was because Max and Tom, um, a couple of other trekkers who, who some of my best friends were quite far ahead. Um, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to try and catch them up. So I overtook all the Americans, I jogged past them, uh, which is, you know, quite hard, three and a half, four thousand meters. But because I was already acclimatized, it was great. And then, yeah, got into Namche and um, straight to the Irish bar. Happy days. Yeah. Uh, worked out well. Um, although, yeah, you literally could have kayaked down to that Irish bar. Yeah, I remember I, I, did, an <laughs> I did a bivouac I did uh, up on the hill, you know, and just stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you, you got back. <laughs> luckily, no, luckily, you with the guides. <laughs> that, that was a beast of a day, that was. That was a beast of a day. There's a yeah. picture of me somewhere stood in the rain, um, which uh, one of our Canadian friends took. And um, the caption That's was... right. Uh, it was it was like, I'm stood in the woods on the way up to Tengboche. Yeah. And um, I'm just stood there, like, looking mournfully at the weather. And the caption was, <laughs> Dave said he hates the rain or something like that. <laughs> I, do. I, don't yeah. like, I don't like hiking in the rain. So I don't mind it. If it's a bit of a warm day and then you have a shower, that's refreshing. But imagine now it'd be like, oh, oh, get me out, get me out. It would be amazing. But we've done it. <laughs> um, I've said it before where we've arranged to go out and we think the weather's going to be nice. And then sometimes you wake up, you know, if you go trekking with Andy, generally you'll be able, you'll have to set your alarm for like 3.30 in the morning. And you can feel like the rain hitting oh. your window. And I'm thinking, well, surely we're not going then. <laughs> and then you get a, a, a call or a text from Andy going, hey, boys, a great weather's great. Like, oh, God, absolutely, absolutely. I saw, um, sorry, I know we're going completely off piece, and I, I know we got a couple, more, a couple more questions to answer. Two years ago today, Dave, we did the um, the Wellington Bomber in rain, and we took that lovely shortcut. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was the day I think I remember I realised that Andy confuses shortcut with diversion. <laughs> And um, it was the, if I remember right, and it was two hours of walking up a steep, boggy bank. Yeah, um, it was it was brutal, wasn't it? Our hips were hurting. Oh yeah, it was because because you were just so you were like off kilter for ages. My feet weren't level for yeah, about. Yeah, walking hours. like that, and the path was going up. It's a good it day though. Hours. That was a real good day. That was an all dayer as well. I remember we didn't get back till uh, a little bit late. That was yeah. another funny one where we couldn't find the like. As twice me and Andy have gone to this bomber, and we yeah, you um, need to be on it with your nav. You, yeah, you need to like you know be familiar with the uh, the old map and compass and extant yeah. and stuff, you know, because uh, yeah, it's really difficult. John's just commented, Yeti's in the mist. Uh, it was it was mystifying, mate. I, I we didn't have the thought <laughs> we were going. Um, wow. Yeah. Sorry, and how long have we been doing that that set of puns for? It's that, it was a while. I, I don't think I'm going to join you because <laughs> <laughs> because um, I don't want to missed these uh questions um so zoe has asked let's have a look uh thinner waterproof with lots of layers underneath versus thicker insulated waterproof with less layers in cold environments like max five degrees especially for times not moving around himalayas march yeah uh, zoe i 100 percent. i think for me thinner waterproof with lots of layers so essentially a waterproof like if it was gore-tex gore-tex pro it's a similar kind of you know it okay you might get they're a little bit thicker than Gore-Tex Pros, but and then you can put layers underneath. Um, and bear that in mind when you're buying a jacket as well. Like, try not to get one that fits too close 
right away because you want to be able to fit stuff under it. Otherwise, you look like the Michelin man and, and it, it isn't, you know, you'd be walking like that. You know, so have a little bit of space under your jacket as well for, you know, a mid layer fleece for a base layer. Yeah, just just in case. Yeah. Uh, but not not too big that it's like hanging off you um, because, you know, part of why it works is because it does sit relatively close. So try and find that balance. Yeah. Um, uh, I think David uh, Ned has asked, um, hey, everyone, any thoughts on the Outkit Phantom down jacket? Uh, yeah. have, you, have you ever uh the um phantom yeah um it's kind of mid layer I, I not we're not talking the, the 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 same level i would say as the mountain equipment k7 or yeah the old ram infinity pro endurance which is i think called the proton now it's called the rab proton yeah. but it's definitely I'd say if you've ever seen the Rab Microlite Alpine, it's probably a bit in between that and the K7s or the Mountain yeah. Equipment Nightline. So it's about 650, it 700 fill. It looks all right, actually. Um, was he asked if it would be adequate for Killy, did he say? Or just our opinions on it? Yeah, uh, so it's March, so Nepal yeah. March, yeah. Uh, so it's a 650 game fill, so, you know, pretty good. It's designed for a cold weather. Um, and it is quite lofty, which is good because you need you want a lofty down jacket for a warm one because it traps more hot air. Yeah. yeah, I would say that's a good down jacket. Yeah, that's a good price. Out yeah. kit, well, I know a few people that wear their kit because um, it can often be getting um, for a good price. They do a lot of it on Sport Pursuit as well. I know we talked a little bit about yeah. Sport Pursuit. Um, so, yeah, they do um, They good do a lot of well. there. Yeah, no, I would say it's a good jacket. Yeah, it's quite, um, yeah, quite chunky. Yeah, quite chunky. Just found it on the web. Just found it on the website. I think it's like 167 quid, which is amazing for that yeah, sort of price. Yeah, I've not used yeah. it personally. Nice. Um, yeah. The jacket I use for down jacket, I use the Mountain Equipment Light Line at the minute. Um, yeah, it's a really good one. Talk about waterproofs. It just started raining here. No way. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to sound like Michael Fish. Um, yeah, are sure that's not just Jen with the hose? No, no, no. It's raining pretty heavy. I knew it was, it was a storm brewing after hot weather. Wow, Happy yeah. Days. Like a good storm. Let's get out there. Um, awesome. But yeah, uh, just going through, I mean, Dave, so we, I've only got five minutes. Just finishing up then, the, the waterproof side of things, ironically, is raining now. Um, just to clarify, so go over what we talked about. You know, you've got your Gore-Tex, you've got your Paramo, um, you've got the ones which are like a hundred pound, you've got the ones which are 600 pound. Try and find a balance, what works for your budget, what works for, you know, if you want to get the all singing, all dancing one, if you want to get a bomb proof version, um, and then the same as it goes for Paramo and as well as the waterproof bottoms. Um, and whatever trip you go on, it's worth taking because you never know. Yeah. Um, really, Dave, isn't it? You got any final thoughts, Dave, around the waterproofs? Um, no, I th I, honestly, I think that was a really good one. I think we covered that. I think you guys have been waiting yeah. for a good kit one because um, <laughs> that, was, that was a good chunk of questions. But yeah, I think, yeah, just yeah. to literally echo exactly what Andy just said, you know, yeah. get the best one you possibly can within your budget. Um, yeah. you know, shop around and, and try and, you know, get the best deal you can because the more expensive jacket you can get, generally speaking, you get what you pay for with the main yeah. brands and they are an absolute lifesaver when you need them. Some days you'll go out and it'll be sunny and then all of a sudden it'll start raining and it won't stop for the entire hike and you'll be hiking for seven hours. That is where I think a really good waterproof comes into play. Yeah. Because most shower-proof waterproof jackets will keep you dry you know, between the pub and the car or on a little walk in the dog session. 
but to be able to keep you dry on a sustained six, seven, eight, nine, ten hour hike, that's yeah. where the quality of the item really comes into play. So do try and get the best you can. But obviously, no one's asking you to uh, sell your car for it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Nice one, Dave. Well, look, um, no, it's been great. I think um, as well, just before we do go, um, we do we have released some new dates for our training weekend in um, in uh, Brecon Beacons, um, the one in October. So do get yourself on that if you're thinking about coming on training weekend. The August one um, is fully booked, um, but the October one, uh, which is I think 21st of October, 23rd, um, I think we've half filled that now. So yeah, if you definitely want to jump in, get make sure you get yourself in there. If you're not on a trek or anything, it'd be great to meet you. Yep. Always a great weekend. Um, I think if Jody or Vicky is on the comments, you just drop the link in um, for that one. That would be smashing. Um, but other than that, guys, yeah, it's been really good today. Really nice to talk about waterproofs. I know it's a bit random one when it's so hot, um, but we hope it's been useful. And as Dave said earlier, I suppose it's actually good to do it now when it's dry. So then when it is wet, you know what you And it was, it was well thought out, mate. This, this, <laughs> you know, me and Andy were looking... a while ago. Yeah, we'll look at the weather you know, six months in advance and we'll say, what do we think this will be like on that day? Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you are coming to our training weekends in August and October, yeah. uh, probably best to bring your waterproof. Yeah, definitely. Cause you yeah. But no, it's been great. Um, yeah. Everyone uh, stay, stay safe. I know it's a bit hot out there. Um, a bit of rain. I'm going to go outside and get some rain because I am hot. Um, it's definitely I, sweaty here. I am about to expire. Like, <laughs> like genuine. I, I'm not exaggerating. I think it's over 30 degrees. I'm in a loft, um, not yeah, a loft, the hotel in the hall, I, but I'm in my um, in the in the loft, and it's really warm. Yeah, get out, get outside for a bit, mate. Get outside. It's hot. Um, get put that fan back up your shirt, mate. Get it, get it going. Yeah, that's where it's going. <sighs> Stay out of the storm, <sighs> Leah. I love a good storm. Although you know, from a distance, it'll be fine. Um, but right, guys, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next week and have a wonderful week, whatever you're doing. Anything you need, as always, just reach out um, to us and the team. Um, and if you're going on a trip, enjoy, post some pictures. Don't forget to tag us on Instagram uh, or post in the, the Evertrackers Facebook group if you do it, yeah. you know, if you're out hiking. Always good to see what our Evertrackers are up to. And we will see you soon. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in, but I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, if, uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes, trying to reach as many people as possible. And if it's helped you, leave us a lovely review. Um, and yeah, we'll see you again next week. Yeah, all the best, guys. Bye. <laughs> I'm not the one